Incoming message. Synchronizing. Hey, what's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions coming at you again. I'm Danny. I'm Garrett. So, Terminal Transmissions is just a little pop culture podcast. Uh, we do twice weekly, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We like to talk about uh, big news and TV shows, uh, science and technology, video games, and movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our 39th episode. Pretty exciting stuff. Uh, so, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Jeremy Renner and his interest in doing a Netflix Hawkeye show, mm-hmm. which I'm all for. Um, we're going to talk about how the military is already starting to use Microsoft HoloLens to basically, you know, boost up troops with little helmet heads up displays. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about how Sombra finally came out in Overwatch and some of the other changes that came yes. along are, are coming along with that patch. Yes. Uh, and then we're going to talk about how Johnny Depp has been cast in all five Fantastic Beast movies as mm-hmm. uh, Grindelwald. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, starting it out, we're going to talk a little bit about Jeremy Renner. Now, there's not much to talk about about this. Uh, it was just kind of like an aside, almost, in a, in a in an interview. But it's pretty neat because it's kind of some of the stuff that we've we've touched on a little bit, a, l- a little bit, not not as direct. We've touched on an angel, <laughs> but yeah. So we've talked several times about how much we love the Netflix Marvel Marvel shows. Oh, fucking, just they're killer. Yeah, they're awesome. And so we had talked about if they were ever going to start incorporating more of the actual Marvel Cinematic Universe within the Netflix shows, which they do a good job of like making it feel like it's in the same universe. And right. they, and especially in Luke Cage, and we talked about they make it a that, ton of references. To yeah, it. absolutely. And so that's really cool. But at the same time, they have yet to show an actual actor from the actual MCU in a Netflix show. And they have or yet, vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and we've been kind of upset about that because it's like, why can't you just throw like Charlie Cox with a, with a walking cane, like walking down? Like, I hate that you always go to that because that, that's not good enough for me. Like you always say that you'd be satisfied with that. I would yeah. be fucking pissed. <laughs> I would be fucking pissed if yeah. we just got Daredevil as like a walk on cameo in right. the background with no lines. Just like, oh, look, he's back there walking around with his stick. Yeah. I would fucking infuriate me. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. So it was pretty neat. But Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye. He was asked if he would, you know, be interested in doing a uh, like a, a being on either one of the one of the shows that's already been created mm-hmm. or having his own show. And he and he basically was like, absolutely. And uh, and it was actually pretty cool how he said it. He actually said, like, every character I've ever played, like, I would like to explore more. And, right. and I, I don't get enough time with them. And so I would I would love to. But especially in, in like, you know, the Marvel Marvel stuff with Hawkeye. And it's pretty cool. And he he did tease. He didn't give any details, but he did say that what they have planned for Hawkeye in the upcoming movies is really exciting. Right. And so I'm pumped about that. And I, I really liked what they did with him in the in the last movie and, and in uh, in Ultron that he had a really, really cool part and a really integral part, which is really yeah. neat because in the first they Avengers sh- they movie, shit on him in the first movie. Oh, yeah. In the first Avengers movie, he he shows up and he's instantly mind controlled and then he becomes like a two-bit pawn of loki's yeah for the rest of the movie he has almost no speaking lines and it's extra weird too because they were they've been setting him up since thor one he was right. in the first thor movie yeah. and then he just 
was irrelevant. He felt like he was tacked on to the yeah. first Avengers movie. Yeah. There was like no point in him even existing. Yeah. And um, he, uh, and he was, and I mean, and it is Hawkeye, but he, he was severely underpowered yeah. versus everyone else. But I mean, they made it work. They, and they've, they've, I feel like they have made up for it since then. And they've made him really cool. I mean, he was a huge, huge part of, of Ultron. Yeah. yeah. And everything. And he feels like, and I, I think it even has a scene in it, right? Where she's like, they need you to like keep the team together. Right. And uh, and it's cool. He's like the heart of the team. And it's, it's it's really cool. And also his costume design has been fucking incredible. Yeah, it just keeps getting cooler. Because yeah. it was pretty weak in the first movie mm-hmm. also. Yeah. It was in, in uh, Thor. It was just like a like a special ops like like suit like track and like jacket and pants right uh and then in the first one they were kind of trying too hard to make it like his traditional sort mm-hmm. of like hawkeye costume right. without the without the mask right uh but then in ultron and then in civil war he looked fucking badass yeah as shit they gave they gave him like a ranger like a ranger look yeah it uh like a like a medieval ranger not yeah. like and they keep doing ranger. like the one sleeve which totally works fuck yeah but then they've also been giving him other like like equipment that mm-hmm. makes him more like he's more viable, right? Like uh, in Civil War, two two instances: one where he actually his bow like switched into like a staff, and he like <laughs> fought uh, Black Panther hand to hand. Yeah, and then also when he had that like lightning dowel Tesla <laughs> arrows that he like fucked Vision up with for like a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just walks in and like shoots two arrows into into like bullshit, and you're like, what the fuck is he doing? And then Vision tries to cross it, and it's like, oh, you can't cross the streams. Yeah, so fucking, you got Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I, yeah, so I really like what they've done with it, and it's cool that he's open to it because I mean, he's a huge fucking actor. Yeah, like he's an enormous, he's an A list fucking actor. So for him to be like, oh yeah, I definitely would just be like in the Defenders if they want me. It's like what? Yeah. And it's cool too because he's appropriately power leveled for what right. they're doing on Netflix. Yep, absolutely. Like he's just a guy who's good at espionage and bows. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Like in the in the comic books, he kind of has like he's one of those characters that you could argue maybe he has like a superhuman right. ability. Right. Like no other human should be that naturally good at archery. Mm-hmm. But they don't really make it feel like that in the movies. Right. Like he hasn't done anything like he's done in the comic books. He does shit that you're just like, that's actually impossible. Right. But they haven't really shown it to be that extreme in the movies. Right. So right. I think that his power level is is perfect for Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the in the movies, he's uh he's like an Olympic level real world archer who just happens to have really cool shield tech that helps him be more badass. Yeah. In uh in the comics, I, I specifically and I know it's not the regular Marvel universe in the comics, but in the Ultimates universe, one of my favorite scenes. And it's so gross and it's so weird, but it's so cool is that there's a scene in in the Ultimates in which he's they're they're betrayed and he's captured. And uh, which first and foremost, that's awesome because they bust up into his kitchen and like this like team is trying to take him out this like special ops team. And he's like, I forget what he said, but he's like, you dumb fucks like attack me in my own kitchen. And he yeah. just starts hucking like forks at him. Yeah, he's killing him with forks. But anyway. Then the the really cool scene is that the next scene with him in it later on in the comics, they have him strapped down to this gurney and they're like gloating and they're doing like the super villain gloat and they have him stripped down. And he's like, it was smart. It was a smart idea for you to, to you know, take my clothes away. And what the scientist is gloating and he's like, yeah, I knew that if I, I left you with even a button that you could like put it through my eye. And then all of a sudden you just start seeing like scientists and guards go down and you just see spurts of blood. And then he's like, what? And it turns and like I said, like. You dumb fucks left me with my fingernails yep. and he was ripping his fingernails off and then flicking them through these dudes eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's so yeah, that exactly is like in the comics. He's 
that's a super he's superhuman yeah yeah like that's not something a real person could do but in the movies it's just like here's this dude who here's a soldier who's just a really 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 good archer yeah so it's, it's pretty cool but yeah i would i would love to see him and and either have his own show which i don't know if they would do as it would be a pretty direct competitor to um to green arrow and i don't feel like they like want to hurt dc's feelings that bad and two god him. <laughs> dang <laughs> But uh, yeah, maybe maybe so. Uh, but I would yeah, I would, I would absolutely love for him to just show up in into defenders and be like, oh, y'all have Iron Fist and he's just punching buses apart. I'm gonna shoot bows at him. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. So a hop, skip, and a jump on over to science and technology. Uh, I wanted to get into, and this is something we've touched on some military technology a few mm-hmm. times, but uh, this one kind of goes hand in hand with we talk about VR a lot. Yes. So uh, a Ukrainian company called uh, Limpid, Limpid Armor uh, is making a series of helmets that they're working on that all have Microsoft HoloLens uh, installed in the helmet. So cool. This, this is the future. Yeah. So this is literally giving soldiers an augmented reality heads-up display. Fucking dope. Um, so the sort of beta applications that it already has right now mm-hmm. it's made specifically for tank commanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, you're in the tank. But you have the HoloLens on, and then it allows you to have camera views uh, overlaid, so you yeah. can see outside. That's awesome. Um, it basically allows you to have, like, essentially sonar arrow or Widowmaker's alt, <laughs> where you can tag enemies mm-hmm. uh, with camera or thermal, and then you'll still see them on your heads-up display, even though you're inside the tank. Yeah. So uh, tagging enemies uh, increases your visibility. Uh, you can designate targets. Uh, you can have information feeds, you know, like things right. about the tank, like gas, fuel levels, and like yeah. how long till the rounds are loaded and whatnot. Uh, and then they actually eventually want to have control of armaments powered by this thing. Jeez. So you can actually lock into things and like actually turn turrets or cannons yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And Everything then, that you can normally do in a video game. Yeah, but exactly. you'll be able to do it in real life. And then the ultimate, uh, like the final step of what they want for this based on the technology we currently have is to integrate feeds from drones and other aerial vehicles also into the Hollands. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. So out of control. Yeah. Um, and then I read that they, they mentioned a few other uh, countries that are also working on uh, HoloLens, mm-hmm. specifically Microsoft HoloLens heads up display helmets for their military. And it's like, man, that's like it. Yeah. That's like, we are in the future then. Yeah. Like if you literally can just tag enemies on your heads up display and then they're displayed as like red. And so you don't accidentally shoot friendlies. Because that's like a thing. Right. Absolutely. And just also like having even just shit, like having your vitals or having or having other information yeah. pertinent like to... Like ammo count? Yeah. Just pop up for you and it's just right there and you don't have... To, oh, that's fucking yep. crazy. That's fucking nuts. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's neat, man. Future's neat. Or even like a medic having your like medical yeah, information yeah, yeah, pop yeah. up on his heads up display. Yeah, that's a uh, fucking Starship Trooper shit. Yep. Just like I can walk up to you and it's like, oh, your heart rate's a little bit elevated and I, I see that your temperature's a little low, so you're not going on this mission. Boom, next guy. Yep. Or you're hit and like I can see exactly what's fucking up inside right. you. Yeah. You're bleeding internally. Like, is your, is, is your heart hit? Like, your lungs, right. your lungs filling, like, Jeez. filling with blood. Just being able to see that. <laughs> it's nuts. Again, I, I'm, I'm in no way am I pro-war. But I am very much cool, pro cool technology, and <laughs> right. anything that like moves us closer to being video game characters, I'm all I support it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So talking about 
video games again, talking about Overwatch. We always do. We always do. And not only that, but we talked about it on both episodes this week. <laughs> so a lot of cool shit. So BlizzCon happened a few days ago and it was fucking dope. Showed a lot of fucking awesome stuff. All uh, kinds of cool stuff came out. Yeah, I it's so it's so exciting and it's it so it's so awesome. First and foremost, I want to preface all of this with saying that our prayers have been answered. And I know that we've brought it up quite a few times about how fucking stupid and idiotic it was that there weren't character limits. Yeah. So, yeah. So finally, with one of the things that was announced at BlizzCon is that within the next patch, which is coming out in what, two, two weeks? Yeah. There will be character limits within quick play as well as competitive. So it's just an example of how important this is. Fucking Sombra finally got released, and we're more excited about character limits in Quick Play. <laughs> it's so real. Yeah. It's so real. I, I, I'm i elated. I Like, it's to the point that, like, I almost don't want to play Overwatch right now. Just because you'd rather wait and have all the stuff? Yeah, and to have all the stuff, and also to be able to play Quick Play and not have... Because I swear to God, it's, like, gotten worse. It's, like, people are trying so, to make up for lost time right so now. So yesterday... Almost every single game that we played, uh, Garrett and I uh, and our friend James played like probably like four games mm-hmm. yesterday. And I think three of them had cheese, yeah. which is what it, what you call it when they multiple the same character. Yeah. But we played two different games with different teams mm-hmm. uh, where the enemy team had two divas. Yeah. And I was like getting mad about it. Yeah. It, it, it's become incredibly prevalent since. So a while back, Diva got buffed and she's she's really good now, whereas she was really unviable before. And since... I've noticed like a direct correlation between like when she got buffed, she's like the most cheese character that I've ever seen. Yeah, there's there are a lot of characters, unfortunately, that synergize with themselves incredibly Mm -hmm. well. And D.Va is one of them because you can stand next to each other and just alternate your shield Mm -hmm. with your fire. Right. And so one of them is just shielding you where nothing can hit them. Right. And they can fire through it. The other one is just laying into you with their guns. Right. And then Uh, the more you shoot them like that, the faster their ult builds and then they kill all of you. And it's a night fucking mare so but, yeah no, never again yep. now then we're saying check it out so that's only one of the things that was revealed they actually revealed quite a lot so oh, let's, yeah. let's buckle up so secondly uh sombra was actually fully unveiled mm-hmm. it's fucking neat so we, we we've been uh you know teased with sombra for for literally months she's basically the no man's sky of uh overwatch characters except she actually delivered <laughs> right so sombra was was shown and and first and foremost with a uh, we talked about it last week last week Talked about it last ep with the uh, she had her own short right called Infiltration, and it was really neat. It was another one where it showed uh, Talon, it showed uh, Reaper and Widowmaker and Sombra attacking Volskaya, mm-hmm. which is really fucking cool. And it, it always it's always really cool watching Reaper in the shorts because he's just be ghosting around and it looks so neat. Uh, but Sombra was shown, and she's this like awesome, has a lot of personality hacker warrior chick she is just fucking cyberpunk personified yeah yeah absolutely and she has she hacks using these like cool weird hard light string which i fucking i called that like a fucking decade and a half ago yeah so just to get into her character really quickly sorry i'm I'm moving real fast but i know there's a million things to talk about about overwatch Uh, she has an smg uh and it looks like from the little bit of video and a little bit of gameplay that we've seen it doesn't do that much damage it looks it looks to me like it's somewhere in between Tracer's pistols and uh, Soldier's assault rifle. That's what it looks like to right. me. It does rate of fire and reload speed are not nearly as high as um, Tracer's guns, right. but it does probably more damage over time, mm-hmm. slower, but it doesn't do as much over time with a, as much of a magazine as, as Soldier's, Soldier's assault right. rifle. 
Yeah, and so it looks pretty cool and solid, and they've done a great job with the design of the SMGs. It looks fantastic. Yeah, real cool. But what's really neat is her actual abilities, which are fucking awesome. Yeah, her kit is... It's still not the coolest one, per se, because I still think Maze is the coolest, just because of how unique and like mm-hmm. rad her powers are. Yeah. But it's fucking really, a really cool kit. Yeah, so, so first and foremost, she has a cloaking device. She can go invisible... It also speeds her up, which I really liked that they did a that. lot. Yeah, yeah, you zip with it, and um, I'm not ex- I'm not exactly sure what what it expires. I, I don't know how right. long, I, the duration of it. I'm not I think sure. It's, I think it's something like ten seconds. Okay, it's it's, it's quite it's a pretty bit. long. Yeah. yeah, it's quite a bit. I uh, so we were watching some some streamers from BlizzCon, and they were playing her, and uh, it's it's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. So yeah, you zip through it. Now you are decloaked if you take damage. If you shoot your weapon or if you use any other skills. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool and it's a, it's a good balance. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably the way I would have done it if it mm-hmm. were me. And then um, the, the coolest thing to me about her kit is that she fucking she can hack enemies or health packs, yep. which is fucking awesome. So I thought at first that hacking health packs didn't sound all that cool. But watching it in seeing, play, yeah, seeing it in practice, is, it's real cool. Holy shit. So first and foremost, it prevents the enemy team from using that health pack at all. For like a while, for the duration of the hack, which it was a pretty solid amount. And then secondly, and to me, like more importantly, it speeds up the actual like uh, refresh time of that specific health pack by 300%. Yeah. Which is crazy so you, you pick it up and it comes back like so fast. Yeah. It's nuts. So that, that it, that's that's fucking awesome. But also her fucking hack, she, she can hack people hack enemies and what what it does is it prevents them from using any of their abilities so all they can use is their normal regular gun yep like farrah can shoot rockets soldier can shoot his gun but he can't heal farrah can't rocket jump you know nothing Ro- roadhog can't yep. heal healers can't heal reinhardt can't use his shield he can't uh do his little dash move yeah like, and winston can't jump or use his bubble which is he's basically useless yeah if you hack a winston he's useless yeah he's trash yeah, we were talking about like that there are certain heroes that are much more affected by this than others. And what yeah, Winston's fucking useless. Honestly, almost all of the tanks are fucking useless. Reinhardt can't use his shield. We didn't even think about this. We we talked about tanks being useless, but mm-hmm. specifically Diva, because her her critical hitbox is so fucking huge mm-hmm. that without her defense matrix, she's gonna get melted instantly. Yeah. Yeah, it. it I yeah. didn't even think about that just because her hitbox for crits is huge. It's her whole like torso because right. that's where her actual head is. Right. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. It's 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 really funny because we were talking about it earlier, and everyone online that I'd seen had been talking about like, "Holy shit! Like this is gonna fucking destroy healers." And Danny was like, "Dude, this is gonna destroy tanks." And yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, tanks are way like I, I didn't realize until you said it." And I was like, "Yeah, tanks." are useless yeah. with this. Yeah. You can survive for a minute without healers. Healers die all the time. So yep. you're used to that. But like having your tank just be fucking 100% useless yeah. is way worse. Like, like I, I, yeah, I just, you can go, you can go hack mercy and then people will die faster, mm-hmm. but you can go hack Reinhardt and kill their tank. And then that's it. If you kill their healer and they still have like a Zarya or a Reinhardt, mm-hmm. they can still hang out for a little while. Right. Right. They still have a little bit of like viability as mm-hmm. a team. If you just go tell Reinhardt that his shield doesn't work for six seconds, right? that's huge. Yeah, that's disgusting. And we were talking about, like, it's cool because there are certain heroes that up until this point didn't really have hard counters. Tracer and Zarya come to mind more than anyone else. 
for me, it's so frustrating fighting a really, really good Tracer, a really, really good Zarya. It's goddamn near impossible. Mm -hmm. If they're really good, like it's it's there's nothing you can really do unless you're just really fucking good, too. Uh, but there's not, usually almost every other hero like has somebody or multiple somebodies that you can jump to and you can you can answer it. Sombra hard counters both Zarya and Tracer. A Tracer that just can shoot and I mean, she moves fast, but she can no longer blink or recall. Woof. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then Zarya can't shield herself or anyone else. OK, that is just like, oh, cool. I see a Zarya running in. Okay, she no longer can do shields for like six seconds. So no, not, only, not, yeah, not only can she not keep everybody alive, but she won't get charged up either. Yeah. You know, whatever charge she already has is awesome. That's good. But yeah, she can't build any more charge and she can't. Because that's the most frustrating part about Zarya is like a good Zarya player runs in and it's like, oh, I'm Farah. All right. I'm about to like, I'm about to direct hit her with a rock. Oh, she popped her shield up. And it's just like, oh, no, she can't do shield anymore. Boom, she's dead. It's fucking dope. Anyway, so that's that's fucking that's fucking awesome. And then her other ability, she has a translocator, which is it's super fucking cool. Yeah, it's very similar to the translocator from Unreal Tournament in that it's a little device that you toss and then you can teleport to it. And it's fucking dope in that it can she can even use it while it's in the air. So she can just huck it and then just go. So that's awesome for getting out of sticky situations. But it's also awesome in that how people were using it in the vid that we saw of, of the streamers. Like they were they were setting it actual and what she does in infiltration with it as well. Right. It's like setting it way out out of harm's way. And in the gameplay that we've seen, setting it near a health pack, mm -hmm. invising, running in, hacking somebody, fucking them up. And then as soon as you start taking damage, teleporting out because she only has 200 health. Uh, she's easily killable. She doesn't have a lot of combat viability. What she does have is getting in and out incredibly well. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just such a cool thing. It's like she's more than like anyone else, a skirmisher. And it's just like, that's awesome. Do you know, does her, does she count as capturing or contesting if she's invisible? I'm sure she does. That's going to be so annoying. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. It will be semi-annoying on a point, uh huh, but on a payload. Where you have oh. no idea which side of the payload she's on. Jeez. Or if she's on top of it or yep. she's jumping over it. Yeah. And you just have to wildly shoot and hope that you hit her. Yeah. Welcome to the world of spy checking. If you played yeah. Team Fort 2, you had to fucking spy check constantly. Literally, if there was a fantastic spy on the uh, uh, opposing team, I would just switch to a pyro and just spray. Right. And I, I think that that's what it's going to be. I think I think people are going to actually go with like Winston's and May and just start shooting around mm -hmm. if, there's a, if there's a good Sombra. Just to be like, okay, we got to get her before she before she gets us, and it's and again, that's awesome because that's time that they they aren't looking at the other five members of your right. team, and it's like even if even if they do kill a Sombra, that it just that that that's the beauty of the spy from Team Fort was like just causing a disruption at all, just causing like any kind of like confusion, disruption, any paranoia. That's awesome. In, in, in a game like this, where it's so, so important, like every little thing that, that happens is so important. Every second counts. And then it's like, oh, fuck, like I have to stop fighting their team and defending because like Sombra keeps popping in and just shooting me in the back and then getting the fuck out. That's awesome. So another question. Do we know if A, turrets can target her while she's invisible? They cannot. And B, can she? I know that her ult hits Torbjorn turrets, but mm -hmm. can she just hack them by herself? It didn't say, 
I don't think she can. I think it's only her ult. I don't think I don't think that she can just hack them uh, normally. I don't think so. That would be fucking cool. Though. That would be fucking dope as If you shit. could just shut down a Torbjorn turret for six seconds. Oh, yeah. That would be fucking Cause dope. Because with, with Torbjorn Torbi- turrets, at least when you hit them with the ult, they mm-hmm. just stop firing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because if, um, <laughs> yeah, if, if Torbjorn molten cores and then you just hack it, that's going to be hilarious. Oh, man. That is going to be fucking hilarious. How long does molten core last? Quite a while. I don't know. I'd say at least 10 seconds, right? About 10 seconds, probably? Maybe. Yeah, something that sounds, like that. I don't know. It's... It's so hard to like actually have a frame of reference of time in that game. Right. Cuz like you when you get like sleep darted and probably when you get hacked, it's going to feel like a minute and a half even though it's like 6 seconds. It's real. But yeah, so uh yeah, then her finally her ult, which is what we kind of touched on, is basically a mass hack. It's uh, it's called EMP and it discharges around her. So you don't throw it or anything, uh which is kind of what I was expecting, but you don't. It just it just like unleashes around you. And it basically just hacks every enemy and turret near you when you do it. I'm, I'm not sure what the radius is, but uh, it looks really fucking cool. But yeah, it, it it so it hacks everybody. So yeah, every like all tanks lose their shields. Symmetra that means that Symmetra and Zarya, um, no, Symmetra and um, Zenyatta basically lose almost all of their health because most of their health is shields. People can't use any of their abilities. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's honestly like. Almost worse in a way than like Graviton Surge or mm-hmm. like Maze, in that it's just like, yeah, fuck y'all. Like y- y'all, y'all are still here and can shoot, but I think about that combo attack. Oh, a yeah, gra- Graviton Surge followed by an EMP. Or ooh, yeah, that's nasty. Like, cause sometimes you get them all stuck, and then like you can't follow it up. May will still ice form, or like Reinhardt will just hang out with yeah. his shield up. Yeah, but if you could yeah. just get them all, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just gonna be so crazy because like. Man, it, it it's so frustrating when you play with someone like uh, Diva or May and or or Zarya, and you you have your ult or Reaper and you and you're ready to go, but then you can't you know that you can't use it because like oh Reinhardt's there though he's just gonna throw his shield up and then it's not gonna do anything or like oh I'm Diva and I'm about to ult but May's just gonna throw an ice wall up and all of her team's gonna get behind it, but now with Summer it's just like okay I'm about to use my ult okay boom all right now all of y'all are fucked fuck y'all or just hacking them. Just Even like, like, just think about how much it's going to change the meta. Like, think about mm-hmm. uh, checkpoint A on Hanamura when you can just stand in that little fucking choke point right. with Reinhardt shield up. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Uh, I can just, in, I can just in, invisible yep. right through your face, like right <laughs> in front of you, right through your shield, and then right. just turn it off. Yep. Think about how like specifically that choke point with like you know they'll have like right. Reinhardt right there with like a Junkrat and a Zarya and like a Torbjorn or a Bastion or like a May. You yep. can just scoot in and fucking tell them all not to have powers yep. for six seconds. Jeez. Is that is it six seconds with the ult too? I I don't know how long the ult lasts. Either I, way, I, I'm I'm pretty sure the the hack the normal hack lasts six. I think, but yeah, it's nasty. It's nasty as fuck. So yeah. Anyway, she's fucking dope. But we got to move on. We could talk about her all night. So secondly, what's what's wild is that they announced that they're going to actually have an esports league which is like an actual real league like the NFL. Like run by Blizzard and like with owners and like benefits and like salaries and like yeah. city teams. Yeah, like like players just like in the NFL, like players are going to be given contracts with with like salaries and benefits and they're going to play for a team that actually has an owner that represents a city. And uh, what? Yeah, and they're like all the, over the world. The Austin Schlim Schlam. Yeah, yeah, and so it's it's going to be like a thing now. It, that's, that's incredible. Like, it's it's fucking incredible. I, I, I never would have 
ever thought that that would be a thing. It's wild. But anyway, yes, that's really neat. Uh, go check it out. Blizzard actually put up a really cool little like infographic video. Yeah, breaking it all down. And so, yeah, I don't really want to get into it because they did a really fucking good job of it. So just go check that out. But it's awesome. And I think I, I hope it really takes off. And I, I hope it's really cool. If it's as successful as the video is sort of banking on, mm-hmm. I will be into it. Like, yeah. I will follow it like I do UFC and yeah. like know about dudes and like teams and like yeah. be ready for it, like games. Yeah, absolutely. Ah. Yeah. Also, there's also going to be two new game modes that are like versus. They're, they're, they're more like uh, deathmatch, like death arena modes. Yeah, yeah. And so one is 1v1. And the heroes are randomly chosen and you each play the same one, which is like a duel. So that's really fucking cool. Right. And then the other one is 3v3, but you do get to pick your own your own heroes. But they're actually coming out with a specific map for that, Echo Point, mm-hmm. which I feel like has to be a Star Wars reference. But anyway, yeah, Echo Point in the Arctic, it's a much smaller map. And that's where the 1v1 and 3v3 happen. Yeah. And did I miss anything in that? Well, so the 1v1 is, like you said, it's random. And then you both play the same character. The 3v3, you do get to do uh, like an actual team comp, but then it's locked in. So the 1v1 is best of nine. Mm-hmm. And the 3v3 is best of five. Okay. And cool. then uh, for every three of those that you win, you get a free loot crate. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, up to three per Up week. to three per week, yeah. So you, if you, have, you, you get nine wins each week, you get three more loot crates, loot boxes, in addition to what you get from leveling That's up. so fucking dope. And then another regular map that that's just for the other regular game modes, which is called Oasis, which they described as it's a control map set in a shining jewel of prosperity surrounded by a lifeless desert. Ooh. So they, they showed a still from it and it looks fucking dope. So I'm really excited about it. It's mm-hmm. um, kind of like Temple of Anubis. But yeah, so it's going to be a complete new map and it's awesome. And if it's anything like Iconvald, it's going to be incredible. So yeah, so that's about that about covers it. There they, there are some other changes and stuff like tweaks uh, and nerfs and buffs. And all yeah, that shit. but we're, we've already gone like 20 minutes into, into Overwatch. So we probably should move on. So finishing up with movies. So we got a cool nifty little tidbit about Johnny Depp being... In Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. And what's really neat is, well, apparently he's going to be like a much bigger character in the sequels, mm-hmm. but he is going to have like a tiny bit in the upcoming movie. Right. He has like a cameo mm-hmm. where you literally just see like the back of his head. Yeah. But it is actually Johnny Depp. Yeah. And so he pr- plays Grindelwald, which is. If you're a fucking dork, you know who that is. <laughs> so uh, Grindelwald is actually like an, a very important character in like the backstory of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really play like a role, a much, much of a role in the in the actual books. But he was Grindelwald was actually evic, evicted, <laughs> expelled from Durmstrang, mm-hmm. and he he's from Europe. He's from Eastern Europe, and he was he was uh, he was expelled for experimenting on fellow students. Mm-hmm. He's not a good person. Yeah, it's like kind of in in like the fandom. It's kind of like Death Eater, Death Eaters are kind of compared to like the KKK, mm-hmm. and then Grindelwald is actually like. Uh, compared to kind of like Hitler. Right. Uh, he actually started the first Wizarding War. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of kind of come into play in the subsequent Fantastic Beast movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's not a good dude. Mm-mm. Yeah, he uh, he he is believed to be one of the, the greatest wizards of all time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people even think that he's the, the, the greatest dark wizard of all time, mm-hmm. even over Voldemort, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty, pretty wild. And you wouldn't expect that. But Voldemort only really operated in Britain. Right. Whereas 
this dude had a lot of control again with comparisons to Hitler. He he had stuff going on all over Europe. Right. He and he and Dumbledore uh, had one of one of if not the greatest wizarding duel of all time. Yeah. Instead. Incredibly famous in the uh, in the lore. Mm-hmm. And Dumbledore won, mm-hmm. and then actually imprisoned uh, Grindelwald in his in his own fortress mm-hmm. uh, where he lived for the rest of his life. But anyway, that's all we have to say about that. Uh, as much as I would love to sit and talk about Harry Potter for hours. Yep, we spent all our fucking time on Sombra, as you do. Sorry, guys. Anyway, yeah, see y'all next time.